Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Just sitting down for another casual conversation here on the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Joel Brzezinski along with Mike Kapler. Growing in Grace uh, every week here at growingingrace.org. Also check us out on the social media sites, facebook.com slash graceroots. You can also go to youtube.com slash graceroots. I'm at graceroots on Twitter. Check out our blogs and everything. I'm going to put a link to your blog, by the way, Cap, something I uh, haven't done in the past. I just haven't thought about doing it, but I should do that. Put a link to your blog on there, which on which you post excerpts from your uh, your book. So we'll be adding that to there and Feel free to browse around at growingingrace.org. Yeah, thanks, Joel. Uh, yeah, the blog thing, I, I just like to throw one out there every once in a while. And um, they are kind of excerpts from my book, but uh, they're, they're tweaked a little bit and they're condensed. You know, you, you can't cover that much in, in a blog and, you know, not have it go too long. But yeah, the graceguarantee.com on that. And thanks to uh, the people who have made comments to me uh, on messaged me and, and emailed or whatever some nice comments out there about the book clash of the covenants it's an ebook right now as we speak available at amazon.com and some have asked are you going to put this in paperback and hard copy and i, I think yes is the answer to that in fact i've been in communication with somebody to uh, to help get that part of it going unfortunately they haven't been back in communication mm. with me yet so we'll eventually get around to that because i know not everybody likes the the ebook kindle format necessarily but if you don't have a Kindle, you can always download that free app on your phone or tablet or computer. So it's readable. I, I, I think, Joel, that this whole thing with the book, I feel like you're a part of it with me because it it is very much like a Growing in Grace podcast. There are probably some things in there that I would say differently than you would. But we've covered a lot of the stuff in the book on the podcast over the years but it's it's kind of a nice little handy thing to have available or to share with somebody who who's t- still trying to get a grip on grace. And for those who have been walking in this grace of the gospel for, for quite a few years like we have, I think that this will still help put some things in perspective or help you with your future study. So Amazon.com for Clash of the Covenants. Right, yeah, and share that with people too. Uh, share the link to it and just let other people know about the book because it is chock full of a lot of good stuff that will help a person in their understanding of the gospel, you know, the gospel, and, and knowing the difference between the two covenants. That's something we hit on big here on the podcast, of course, and getting people out of churchianity and religion and into an actual real relationship with God based on his grace and his goodness and love. So that's a good reason to get that book. You know, we've been talking the last few weeks about the law and about how we're not under the law and about how we have something even better than the law. Rather than having a list of rules uh, that we live by in our life in Christ. We have the actual life of Christ in us, and the life of Christ in us, the Holy Spirit, will not lead us astray. But unfortunately, a lot of people, when they hear us talking about, oh, well, we're not under the law anymore. We're not under the law of Moses. We're not under the Ten Commandments, and we're not under any of the 603 other laws. 
that are in the Old Testament, whether you pick and choose certain ones that you think we should be under or not, like a lot of people do, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, a lot of people interpret what we're saying, and and I think the only way they can interpret it this way is if they don't listen to everything we have to say, but they interpret it as if we're saying, well, people might as well just go out and live wildly, just live however they want to, because it doesn't matter what you do. So they interpret what we're saying, you're not under the law, as saying you're just free to sin. And of course, time and time again, we've said that's not what we're saying, but people take it that way. And unfortunately, it takes a lot of explaining to help people understand that, because there is this perspective you know, in the modern church today, and I'm sure it's been going on for hundreds and thousands of years even, that the Bible is a rule book. The Bible is a prescription of how to live. You look at, you open up your Bible and you find out how you're supposed to live. You find out all the rules and you try to keep those rules. And so if a person opens up their Bible and lives their Christian life with that mindset, then when we tell them you're not under the law, you're not under a list of rules, then obviously they're going to take what we're saying and twist it around and turn it around, whether intentionally or not, and misinterpret what we're trying to say. So we want to clear a little bit of that stuff up and help people to understand that we we think that we've got something much better than rules and laws. We've got the actual life of Christ in us. Yeah, sounds better, doesn't it? <laughs> but you you just you you would be surprised the way people respond is what you were just talking about, Joel. The way some people respond with this thing, you, you would think that we were teaching. Well, we get accused of all kinds of things. One of those is we're teaching another gospel. Gulp, <laughs> um, you know, a phrase that Paul used. It's true, though. I I mean, there are people that say things that we don't know. The thing that maybe hits a little closer to home for me is are those who I've known over the years, people I actually know personally, good people, people who I would consider to be friends, some more than others, because we knew each other better in some cases. But I've even had Cubs fans unfriend me. Joel. Well, that's that, I would I would welcome that myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> the know, Cardinals, Cardinals fans fan. didn't unfriend me <laughs> because, see, the problem is with with some of the Cubs fans. I'm 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 making a little bit light of it here, but with some of the Cubs fans, not even the Cubs bond was enough to keep <laughs> us friends. <laughs> and that's but, a pretty strong bond right there that I they're know. breaking. And, yeah. and yet some of the Cardinals fans out there who would be considered mortal enemies of mine, right? <laughs> um, the grace bond is so much stronger, see? But here's the misunderstanding that's going on out there. People hear bits and pieces of what we're saying, or they hear it from somebody else as to, well, here's what they said that they said. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of the mindset that they ha- have been established in through their churchianity, and we're not saying church is a bad thing, don't miss the point here. It's just that the traditional doctrines that mix up the old and new covenants and, and the, the different things that tend to uh, bring people to depend more upon themselves and, and their ability to to try to live the Christian life, if they're stuck in that place, then the automatic response when they hear some of what we say is, oh, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, but are you just saying people can go out and murder? Are you just saying people can go out and steal and, you know, all these things? And Because that's just where their mind automatically goes, because they've been working from somewhat of a works perspective, even though they, they claim that they receive salvation by faith as a gift through grace and all of that. So, yeah, so there's There's this confusion out there. 
what we're not saying when when you hear us grace radicals here talk about we're not under the law, we're not under the commandments that came through Moses. They should not be a part of the Christian life. We should not be in relationship with them. A lot of people will look at that negatively, and they'll be thinking, okay. So you're just saying that sin doesn't matter, that people can just do whatever they want and live off of this free grace thing. And you're just saying that, you know, that, and, and so I've even had somebody say to my face before that this, what you're teaching is a dangerous doctrine. And um, what they don't really understand, though, is that grace is not dangerous. It frees us from sin. It doesn't lead us into sin. But that's that's the impression people get. You're just giving people a license to sin. <laughs> but that that's what we're dealing with, Joel. That's yeah. just the reality of it. No, it's true. It And again, like you say, I think we've both mentioned that if a person kind of comes into this Christian life with a certain perspective, then they're going to interpret what we're saying in a different way than what we really mean. You know, kind of one of the ways that I would put it is that, okay, so we come to Christ, we come to faith in Christ. You know, everybody who comes to faith in Christ now You've got this, you know, relationship with God, with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and you want to know. It's it's not like you you come into this thing thinking, what can I what can I get away with now? Uh, but you really you want to know. Okay, Christ cared enough to come and die for me. I, I want to know now how this how this life is lived. And so what we're saying is that well, the Jews had to die to the law in order to bear fruit unto God. Gentiles came to God through Christ apart from any covenant, and so now here we we have, whether Jew or Gentile, no matter what our background is, we have now been freed into this walk in the Spirit, into this walk with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we want to find out now, as people of faith, what does this thing look like? Well, it doesn't look like a prescription. You don't read the Bible as a prescription of what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. That doesn't mean that we're saying that people are just free to go and sin or murder or commit adultery or whatever. That's not what that means. It just means that you are now free to look at this God of the universe who has come to live inside of you. You're free now to pursue, so to speak, that relationship to Look to Christ in you rather than to a list of rules that were written on stone or that were written thousands of years ago, those 613 Old Testament commandments. Rather than looking at those, you're free to look at the God of the universe who lives inside you. I don't know why people have such a hard time with that, but it just seems that people do. A couple of minutes left, Cap. Yeah. Um, I mean, our heart goes out to people who are in that place because I, I think we've been there. I think we've been in that place where we felt the need to go out and do stuff, right? Go out and do stuff for God. Nothing wrong with that, but there's sometimes a fine line on the perspective and the motivation. Are you doing it because, well, I should do this. I need to do this. I better do this. Or I might be in some sort of trouble with God. Um, this is just something that we should be doing. And I, I don't know how many apostles and, and other believers in the early church who may have actually seen and been with Jesus 
after the resurrection and they went out sharing the gospel, I, I doubt that very many of them got out of bed rolling their eyes in the morning and saying, oh, boy, I guess I got to go out and share the gospel mm. again. Um, mm-hmm. It should be a fun thing to do. It should mm-hmm. be natural. It should be a part of who we are uh, and to communicate this message of grace. Because, it's, you see, if you're going to stay stuck in the commandments in the law, that increases sin. And that is not compatible with the ministry of the Spirit that we're now under within this new covenant. So our message out there isn't necessarily to say, hey, sin doesn't matter. And, you know, just the grace has given you a license to sin. Now, that's not what we're saying. That's what you'll hear other people say that we're saying. But that's not the case at all. That's that's right. That's not the case at all. If, if, if we are preaching what people say that we're preaching, then yes, grace is a dangerous doctrine. <laughs> but like you say, what they're saying that we say is it's not the case at all. So I hope that this has cleared up some things about what we are saying and, and what we're not saying. Uh, kind of along the same line, maybe a little bit of a different subject, but staying somewhat in the same vein. Next week we'll be talking about Bible verses versus Bible context. A lot of times people will take a verse and think that it means something and it will be taken the wrong way. Uh, when really you have to look at the context, not just a verse here and there. So we'll be talking about grace and Bible verses versus Bible context next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.